Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa sallallahu wa barak Ala al-ashraf al-anbiya al-mursaleen Nabina Muhammad Wa ala alihi Wa sahbihi Wa sallama taslima kathira Amma ba'd Alhamdulillah In the previous lesson we discussed a large amount of the arkan of the salah and we ended by mentioning the taslimatam we ended by way of our discussion of the taslimatam the taslim and the taslimatam the, t- the two taslims in regards to them being a rukun in a pillar from the pillars of the salah, then they are the case because the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to perform the taslim and make the taslim in each of his salams to the right, to the yameen, and to the shamal, to the, to the right and to the left. So and so they are established as a pillar due to his actions and as we mentioned previously the statement of the Nabi where he states pray as you've seen me pray and the meaning of ta'hiyat is so this word, tahiyat, is that any form of glorification belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and is in the mulk, within the ownership of Allah ta'ala and he subhanahu wa ta'ala is deserving of that. Naam. And so he is deserving of this glorification in every time and that it is permanent. This glorification for Allah ta'ala is permanent. And that's occurs within the ruku and the sujood. All of this ibadat. And so the Shaykh Kubayat is going to mention, فَالَّذِي يَرْكَعْ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ أَوْ يَشْجُدْ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ تَعَبُّدًا هَذَا الشِّرْكَ أَكْبَرَ نَسَلَ اللَّهِ الْعَافِيَةِ That's for the one that performs the ruku' for Avon and Allah. All the sujood for Avon and Allah as an action of worship, then this is shirk al-akbar. All they believe the Amr Allah is, يعني, has the, is eternal, has, يعني, is permanent and is eternal in existence. And so, all that they believe that there is an existence of a khalq, the existence of a creation, that you do moon, that are permanent, that are eternal. So they believe that there is anything from the creation that does not have a beginning or an end. No doubt all of this enters into this shirk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because this affair of a dawam, this affair of existence, eternal existence, is for Allah ta'ala alone. As Allah ta'ala mentions, that he is the beginning and thus the end. And he does not have a beginning and an end in reality. 
And so his sifa from the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-baqa, that he remains. As for Ahlul Jannah, then they were created. The people that resided in Jannah, they were created. And so then after that, they have an eternal life. But what we understand from that though, is that they were created, so they had a beginning. So the people that arrived in Jannah, they had a beginning. And thereafter, they have eternal life. And likewise is the affair with the people of the Nar. They were created at one point, and thus have a beginning. And <coughs> thereafter enter into the fire. Or the people of Jannah enter into Jannah by way of their actions. And so this is a Dawam, which is a Dawam Jadida. So this is eternity which is given to them as a, as a new. As given to them at that point. As given to them in the Akhirah. And so it's not something that worries they, you can say that this is a Sifa, an attribute that they had from the beginning of their creation, of before they were created. Naam, rather their beginning was at the point of creation. And so this all links to what we were discussing in relation to the Ta'adimat. Like this affair of glorification. That the affair of glorification of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is for him alone. Because he is the one that has the true eternity. And thereafter, we were mentioning the tashahud, the salawat. Then the Shaykh Rabbi mentioned Jamia salawat al khams. All of the five prayers. And the da'wat, and the da'wah, yani the supplications, all of them are for Allah. All of that is dua, and whether it be the salah which is nafila, the salah which is voluntary, or the obligatory prayer, all of that is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we mentioned as well, the dua is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we mentioned as well, right at the beginning, this word, you know, our first lesson, the word salah itself. Linguistically, is referring to a du'a. And so no doubt, all of our salawat, whether it be the salawat al-khams that we pray, fajr, dhuhr, asr, maghrib, isha, or whether it be the nawafi that we pray, or whether it be all the du'as that we make, all of them are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of them are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether we're discussing the du'a linguistically, or we're discussing, or rather we're discussing salah, rather linguistically, or we're discussing the salah, yani, in relation to the shar, in relation to the sharia. And so that which is from the Tayyibat, that which is from that which is good and pure, from speech and actions belongs to Allah. All of it belongs to Allah Ta'ala. Assalamu alaikum ayyuhan nabi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yani a dua, thereafter is a dua for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yani asking for the salama, and the peace be upon him, and rahmat be upon him, mercy be upon him. As well as barakah, as blessings. Naam. And so, the Shaykh he mentioned, Shaykh, uh, Islam, Shaykh Islam Muhammad Abdul Wahab, he mentions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who are the yud'alahu ma yud'a ma'allah. So the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he will, who will he, he's the one that dua is made for. So you make dua for the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he is not called upon along with Allah. So dua is not made to him along with Allah. 
this is the status of Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam. Naam. And so he, as a word, uh, he, subhan, uh, he, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is the one which is, is made dua for, of course indeed he's in need of Allah. And so the one that's muhtaj, the one that's in need, how can he be called upon along with Allah? Thereafter, وَهَكَذَا أَسْلَامُ عَلَيْنَا وَعَلَىٰ عِبَادُ اللَّهِ صَالِحِينَ Peace be upon us and upon the servants of Allah, the righteous from amongst them. This here, likewise, this is, this is for the salihin and the dua for the salihin for the righteous. And the dua for the righteous, we understand by way of that, that dua is made for them. And no doubt anyone from the salihin, you can't make dua to them because they are muhtaj, and they are muhtajun within their own souls. They are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala their own souls. As we find within this, this affair of the salat. And this uh, shahud is dua, is dua for or dua for the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Likewise, a dua for those who are from the righteous. And thereafter, you make a dua to Allah for their forgiveness and for peace to be upon them, as well as the rahmah, the mercy of Allah. So how can they be called upon along with Allah? If one is in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thus you make dua for them, how can you now say that you're going to make the dua along with Allah? Thereafter, it mentions, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah. In the shahadat al-haqq, annahu la ma'abu bi-haqq. Fil-ard wa la fil-sama' illallah wahda. Hada huwa al-haqq. And so, in relation to this affair of the shahada, that we understand that from the shahada of La ilaha illallah, that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth, within the earth, nor within the heavens, except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the haqq, this is the reality. As Allah Ta'ala mentions that we And thereafter, as a delete for this as well, as mentioned the ayah that is Allah Ta'ala, who is in reality the truth, and the truth is with him. And that which is called upon besides him, I those that are called upon besides him, that they are called upon in falsehood. So you make the shahada of the haqq na'am of la ilaha illallah as well as and the Muhammad Rasulullah you bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah and that he is the khatim al-anbiya that he is the seed of all the prophets and that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a messenger na'am from Allah tabaraka ta'ala wa man ankara risalatu and whoever and whoever rejects his message like the message of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, or they reject the fact that he is the seal of the prophets yani that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is the final messenger then they have disbelieved and thereafter you supplicate for him and for his family Allahumma salli ala Muhammad ila akhir 
فصلاة من الله ثناءه على عبده في ملأ الأعلى في ملأ الأعلى وقيل الرحمة وصواب الأول عند الإطلاق هي الثناء من الله ويدخل فيها الرحمة وعند الاختران الصلاة الثناء والرحمة الإحسان إلى العباد كما في قوله سبحانه أولئك عليهم صلوات من ربه والرحمة ثناء الله عليهم ورحمة منه لهم and so we witness ابن تشهد أن يمشيس اللهم صل على محمد to the end of the شهود to the end of the تشهد then the salah what is referred to as the salah is the praise so we say a salah من الله then this is the praise of Allah this is the praise of Allah تبارك وتعالى upon His servants and along with that and it's likewise as mentioned as well the rahma the mercy but in reality the for most strongest opinions mentioned by Shaykh Abbas that is referring to the fanatic the praise from Allah Ta'ala so when we mention the salah of the servant then the salah of the servant is what? we say the, the salah of the servant then what are we referring to? the abd So if we're talking about the salah of the of the of the servant, naam, then it's dua or salah, as we know in the Sharia, before we mean the salah, the salawat. As for the salah, we're referring to the salah of Allah Taala, I salah or salah min Allah. Then this is the thana, the praise of Allah Taala upon an individual. And so this is what is mentioned when we mention the salah of Allah. And so when the salah is mentioned. Along with Rahmah, then this is an indication of Ihsan towards the Abd or towards the Ibad. Yani, the action of good being done towards the servants. And the proof of that is found in the Surah Al Baqarah, where Allah Ta'ala mentions that of, and those are the individuals who are upon them are the salawat from their Lord and the Rahmah, and the praise from their Lord and His. Mercy. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala mentions, هو الذي يصلي عليكم وملائكته He is the one that praises you as well as the malaika. يعني يثني عليك ويرحمكم سبحانه And so this is the praise from him, سبحانه وتعالى وعالي يعني when the mention of al-ali Ali Muhammad, whom Ahl al-Bayt, yani whom Ahl al-Bayt he had, the family of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa atba'uhu ala dini, and those that follow him in his religion. Naam, because the Ahl al-Bayt, you have Ahl al-Bayt he, al-Mu'minun. So you have Ahl al-Bayt from the believers, like Ali or Abbas, al-Abbas, and other than them, from those that were from his family and believed in him. And likewise, then you have other than them from the Mu'mineen. So all of them enter into this statement of Al-Alihi. And so this is why it's mentioned as well, Ashab are mentioned along with that. In the Atfan. Because you have that which is general and you have that which is specific. So when it mentions the Prophet of the Prophet, then no doubt it's referring to anyone that believed in him. 
Naam, anyone that is from amongst the believers. For indeed, they are related to him by way of Iman. So you have those that are specifically from his yani, relations. And those that are related to him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, by way of Iman, they believe in that which he came with, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they're from his followers. And thus then, you have the mention of the companions. And the companions are the specific individuals from amongst the followers. So you have the general, I the believers being mentioned, and then the specific, I the companions as well being mentioned along with that. Now, but, so then you can, when you mention now, for example, Ali Muhammad, Ali Muhammad being Ahlul Bayt, Ali, the companions that are from his actual relatives. Then, if you mention thereafter the companions, which one is the, the general, which one is the specific? So you mentioned Ahlul Bayt, and you mentioned the companions. Companions are specific. The companions are specific, and then? So you're saying family is general and companion specific. And you're saying the opposite. You're saying that family is specific. The companion, you're saying, sorry, you're saying the family is now family specific, companions are general. Yeah, now, so you're talking about alphabet, then you're saying that the alphabet, either the companions is general. Are anyone, and what's the, what's the definition of a companion? Everyone know. What's the definition of a companion? One that's uh, saw the Prophet yeah, yeah, So he said, saw him, met him, died upon Islam. Believed in him, died upon Islam. No. So he said, saw him, met him, believed him, died upon Islam. Saw him, believed in him, met him, believed in him, and died upon Islam. So you said, saw him, met him, met him, no. No, this this is why this is why. <laughs> yeah, I know this is why. <laughs> That's why I said the, 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 uh, I was asking. I saw him. Where? Why? Where, if you mentioned saw him specifically, the reality is, met him, met him, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That you met him, naam, believed him, and died upon Islam. Even and then some mention as well as a as a, um, as an ending of that definition. Now, even if that was that was split up by way of apostasy. So what's meant by that? He left Islam and came back. At what point though? So he left Islam when? In the lifetime of the lifetime of Prophet. And then came back? After his death. After his death. Now because he believed in him whilst he was alive. So some of the Ahlul Hadith and the scholars, they mentioned, because he believed, they believed in him whilst he was alive, even if they come back to Islam after his death, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that they are still regarded as being from the companions. Naam. So you have the companion is the one that met the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Why do you say met and not saw? You mentioned earlier. Nah. They could have been blind. Naam. The companions could have been blind. So then they would never have saw the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So we say met him. 
So he met the Prophet believed in him. Naam. And Naam. And died believing in him. Naam. And then the mission has mentioned, even if that was divided, at that point was divided by some form of apostasy. Naam. So if we say now, going back to the, to, if we have that definition as a, of a companion, then that's anyone that falls into that definition. Naam. And so if anyone falls into that definition, we say they are a companion. Then Ahlul Bayt are those that are directly uh, raised to the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that's, for example, Ali ibn Abi Talib, Abbas, Abdullah ibn Abbas, for example, others, of course. Then, so then, based upon that, we would say, if we understand this wording of Ali Muhammad to mean Ahlul Bayt, his family, then the general would be the companions. The brother mentions Allah khair. The general would be the companions, whilst the specific is his family, Ahlul Bayt. But, if as we mentioned previously, if we understand Ali Muhammad to be the believers, naam, those that are related to the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, by way of Iman, then the general is Ali Muhammad. Because it's all of the believers. Whilst the specific are the companions. Because they are a specific group amongst the believers. So depending on what you understand from uh, Ali Muhammad, is whether it's that Ali Muhammad is general or specific. Allah Ta'ala A'lam. Naam. And likewise, you have the mention of uh, the Malaika. Al-Istighfam and the Malaika. So, the mention of the Malaika. The Malaika, this is uh, them seeking istighfar for them. Naam. Them saying, Allahumma ikfir lahum. Allahumma irhamhum. Oh Allah, forgive them. And Allah, they have mercy upon them. And then for Adamiyin, the salah is referring to is a dua. Naam, they made dua. So we had, we've mentioned this affair of the salah now. Salah in for free. Naam, the salah being in relation to free. So the salah in relation to the Adami. The Adami, who's Adami? Who's an Adami? Son of Adam, no. Adam is a human being. So when we're talking about the Adami, then the Adami, when he's when we're referring to the Salah of the Adami, then the Salah, as you mentioned, is what? The, the, is Dua. Naam. The Salah of the Adami, the Salah of the human being, is Dua. Or the Salah as we know it. It is Salah in the Sharia. In the five Salawat to the, in the day, in the night, for example. Then the Salah of the Malaika, we just mentioned here, The Salah of the Malaika. Yeah, Tullah al Malaika. Malaika. What's, what's the Malaika? The Salah of the Malaika. Just mention it. Still, 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 Forgiveness and mercy for the believer. So this the the was mentioned in the dua of the malaika. <coughs> this is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the 
was all seeking uh, forgiveness and mercy. And there we mention the dua of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or the dua from the salah of Allah ta'ala. Thereafter, we have the final part of uh, this lesson and also this book where it mentions the wajibat. So we have the wajibat of the salah and the wajibat of the salah are thamania. The obligation of the salah are eight. So now, before we begin with them, we've mentioned, first and foremost, we've mentioned the shurut of the salah. And we mentioned now the arkan of the salah. Now we have the, finally, the wajibat. Naam, the shurut, the conditions, the arkan, the wajibat. What do you mean my next question is going to be? What's the difference? What are the difference in each of them? What difference to each of them? And thus, Yani, you obviously will, 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 uh, will give a definition as well. And by default, you end up giving a definition. When you explain the difference of them, you end up giving a definition of them. So, you have the shurut of the salah, the conditions of the salah. What's the difference in the conditions and the arkan? So the conditions have to be from the beginning of the action all the way throughout the action. So a condition has to be from the beginning of the salah all the way throughout the salah. This is the condition. So if you take the shurut of, shurut of salah, for example, the shurut of salah is a tahara. The person has to be in the state of tahara. So they have to perform wudu and remain in that state. Of course, they have to be in the state from the beginning of the salah all the way to the end. It cannot be a case now where, for example, they're in the salah and then they break their wudu in the middle of the salah and they continue. Naam. They can't do that. Likewise, from the conditions of the salah is that they face the qibla. Naam. So it cannot be now that, for example, someone prays dhuhr, the first two raka'ah of dhuhr, they're facing the qibla. The next two raka'ah of dhuhr, they're facing the other way. Naam. No, rather the whole salah, they have to fulfill that condition and face the qibla. Naam. So that's the condition. Now that's the condition. Also, we mentioned the definition of a condition as well. Is that it's yani wujudhi la yalzam al wujud wa adamhi yalzam al adam. So we said that for the condition to be present, it doesn't mean now the action is present. However, the absence of the condition now means the action is, is, uh, is absent. Does that make sense? It's a bit of a riddle. So a condition is that if, it's, if a condition is present, it does not necessitate that the action itself is present. However, if a condition is absent, then it necessitates that the action itself is absent. No. No. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so, just because one of the conditions is present, yes. doesn't mean that 
So if you're facing a Qibla, for example, yes. that you're praying to Salah, you have to have all of the conditions present? Put simply, it means that when it comes to conditions, every single condition has to be present in order for that action to be considered to be present itself. So the conditions have to come all together. Right? As for if one of them is lost, then it's sufficient for there not, not to be the action in totality. So, for example, a person comes with all of the conditions of Salah. However, he doesn't have the need of the Salah. For example. Then there's no Salah. Likewise, if a person, he has none of the conditions of Salah, but he's standing facing the Qibla. So he's done, he fulfilled one condition. Does that mean that he's, he's going to be in Salah? No, exactly. Now, So what we understand from the conditions is that they all have to be present in order for that action to be present as well. Jade. As for the... So then that's, that's the, the pillar. And then the, sorry, the, the condition, the, the shart. Then as for the rukun, the pillar, then the pillar is... The difference between that and the, and the condition is what? So the pillar is at, at specific times of the action. So say for example, uh, the spirit of the salah, as you mentioned, Surah Al-Fatiha. We said Surah Al-Fatiha. Surah Al-Fatiha doesn't occur all the way, all the way throughout the salah. It has a specific time within the salah. Likewise, if we're talking about another action, from the pillars of uh, Al-Hajj, from the pillars of Hajj, is that the person stands at Yom Al-Arafah. Nah, they, 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 uh, they stay at Arafah. This one, the pillars of Hajj. This is a specific time, this is a specific right from the rights of Hajj, from the monastical Hajj. Now, we don't say that a person remains at Arafah for all of the days of Hajj, of course not. Now, it's at a specific time. So, this is the case of the pillars. Tell you, what's the difference between a pillar and a wajib then? What's the difference between a rukun and a wajib? What's the difference between a pillar and an obligation? No. If the wajib isn't present, then it can be made up. Jayat. So, if the pillar uh, is not present, then it negates and it nullifies the salah. If the wajib isn't present, then it doesn't necessarily nullify the salah. It can be made up by way of session to sahu. Now, but when does uh, a wajib nullify the salah if it's not present? If it's left out deliberately. <clears throat> so it's important that it's understood that if a wajib is left out, sahwan. So it's left out by way of forgetfulness. And hence why it's referred to as sajid sah. Now the, this frustration of forgetfulness. If it's left out uh, involuntary, <coughs> then in that in that scenario, the person can perform sajid sah in place of that wajib. But it's cannot be done for the rukun. The rukun has to be performed no matter what. And so, these are the eight of them. It says eight of them. The first of them, of the wajibat, is jami'a takbirat, ghayra takbirat ihram. So the first of them is all of the takbirat other than 
to takbir to ihram. Why do they say ulama avna takbir to ihram? Because takbir to ihram is a rukun. Takbir to ihram is a rukun from arkan. And so it's a must that this is done. Now, there's a must that takbir to ihram is done. It cannot be removed, yani, or a person cannot leave it out, whether they do it deliberately or forgetfully. And so, the one that does not perform takbir to ihram, then there's no salah for that individual. So it's a must that the person performs the first takbir, takbir to ula. Naam, takbir to ihram, as the message of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when referring to the salah, he mentions taharimu ha takbir wa taharimu ha taslim. For the taharimu ha, when you enter into the ihram, is the takbir. And when you leave it, it's by way of the taslim. Leave that state, by way of the taslim. And no doubt this is by way of the love, by way of the word of Allahu Akbar. This is the opinion of the majority of the scholars. That the person must perform to create the ihram and then no doubt to create the ihram with this particular word, Allahu Akbar. And that the person that states any other word in, then they're not going to be rewarded for that. Naam, when they're performing the takbir, the takbir. So, for example, a person can't raise their hand and say, Allahu A'adham, for example. Allahu A'adham. Naam. Or Allahu Asma. Naam, a person must state Allahu Akbar with this particular wording. As has come and is mentioned within the Nusuf. Naam. And we understand from this word, Akbar, the Allahu Akbar, the Allahu Ta'ala is Akbar min kulli kabir. Allah Ta'ala is greater than anything that is يعني, big or great or, or larger size. Wa'adha min kulli adheem. Naam, it has grandeur over anything that is great in its nature as well. Amma takbir, ruku' wa sujood, rafi' min sujood, wa baqiyat al-takbirat. هذه واجبة عند بعض أهل العلم وهو الأصح لأن الرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم حافظ عليها وقال صلوا كما رأيتم يصلي ولما ترك التشهد الأول سحوا سجد له سجدتي سحو فدل ذلك على على الوجوب وقال الأكثرون إنها سنة ما سقط منها لا تبتل به الصلاة عمدا ولا سحوا والأقرب والأظهر أنها تجب مع الذكر أما ما سقط نسيا نعم نسي نسيا أو جهلا فلا بأس لو ما كبر عند الركوع أو ما قال سمع سمع الله لمن حمد عند الرفع من الركوع جاهلا أو ناسيا فلا شيء عليه صلاته صحيح لكن كونه يتعمد تركه لا يجوز تعمد ذلك فإذا تركه ساحيا and so here the Shaykh mentioned some detail in relation to the other takbirat. So we mentioned the takbir for the ruku' or the takbir for sujood or coming up from ruku' or coming out of sujood. All the other takbir, all the other takbirat, all of these takbirat, all of these takbirat are the takbirat of uh, the wujub, the obligation, and. <coughs> 
the proof for that is that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, was steadfast upon them and performing his takbirat. And he mentions, pray as you see me pray. And so, when he left off the tashahud, the first tashahud, by way of uh, the the first, the first shahud and he forgetfully. Then he performed the session to Sahab. And so this is an this is an indication of his wuju. Some scholars mention that the other takbirat are a sunnah. But that which is closest to the truth and Allah to Allah's best is that it is an obligation. It's an obligation. And so the one that leaves it off due to Yani a jahl due to ignorance, or they leave it off forgetfully. Now, then, the, in relation to that, then they perform the session to Sahab to leave it off regretfully. And if they have left it off and, um, and they're forgetful, or they're ignorant, and they haven't performed it at all, then we understand from that, then the, the hope is that Allah Ta'ala will pardon them for that affair. Now, however, it is not permissible for them to leave it off deliberately. Leave off the, or leave them off the takbirat deliberately. Allahu A'lam. That's the first of the wajibat. The second is the statement Sami Allahu liman hamida yani ba'da rafi min ruku' lil imam wal mufarid Sami Allahu liman hamida So this is the second the third, the statement, Rabbana wa lakal hamd. Rabbana wa lakal hamd. And this is for the Imam, to the one that is the Imam, the one that is praying by themselves, and the ma'mum as well. So the one that is following the Imam. So this is something that's a wajib for the free. I mentioned here by Sheikh Ibn Baz. So it's a wajib for the one praying by themselves, Mufarid. The wajib for the one that is ma'moon, the one that is following the Imam. And it's a wajib also for the Imam himself. Thereafter, <coughs> we have the statement, Subhana Rabbi al in Rukur. This is the fifth. This is the fourth. The fifth is the statement in Sujood, Subhan Rabbil A'la. The sixth of the Wajibat is what is stated between the Sajjatayn, Rabbiq Firli. And the seventh of the Wajibat is the tashahud, the first tashahud. The first tashahud is the seventh of the wajibat. And the eighth of the wajibat and final of the wajibat is the sitting for the, for the tashahud. So the actual sitting for the tashahud. And so these are the eight, as mentioned here, of the wajibat. Ma'adhikr wa'im. Wa ma'al jahl wa nasiyan tasqut. So they're wajib. They're an obligation when the person remembers them. 
<coughs> whilst has knowledge of them as well. Whilst when it comes to the jahl, if the person is ignorant regarding them, a genuine ignorance, or they are forgetful, then these affairs tasput, they are left from them, they are not held against them. Naam, وَإِذَا تَرَكَهَا نَسِينَ أَوْ شَيْئًا مِنْهَا سَجِدَ لِسَّحُ إِنْ كَانَ إِمَامًا أَوْ مُنْفَرِدًا And so if a person has left off one of these wajibat, and he left it off because he uh, forgot, then he performs the sajda sahu. If he's an imam, he's the one leading the salah, or he's the munfarid, he's the one that is praying by himself. Amal ma'amun, tabi'a al-imam, lakin al-imam yashjid lisahu, wa munfarid kadhalik. As for the one that's following the imam, then he follows the imam. Either as the one that's praying behind the imam, and he leaves this off, and he follows the imam, he continues to follow the imam, and then it's not upon him to perform the sajda sahu. Naam. As for the one that's the imam, or one that's praying by himself, then this individual, he makes the sajda sahu, as he does in, in accordance with the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he, by way of his statement, sallu, kama ra'aytumuni asalli. Pray as you've seen me pray. Pray as you've seen me pray. وَلِأَنَّهُ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمْ لَمَّا تَرَكَ أَتَشَهَدُ الْأَوَّلْ سَجْدَ لِلْسَجْدَتَيْ أَسَحُ قَبْلَ أَنْ يُسَلِّمْ And so when he, صلى الله عليه وسلم, left off, when he, عليه الصلاة والسلام, left off the first tashahud, so he didn't perform the first tashahud, he performed the two sajdas before performing the tasneem. وَالْأَرْكَانْ مَا تَرَكَ مِنْهَا عَمْدًا بَطَلَتْ الصَّلَاةِ بِتَرْقِهِ ナムアンダルオサハワトプトラスサラビタルキヒナムイッラアンユスタドラカサハウヨクミルファラバツアンマラウタラカフビクルリヤウタラファサルイイドファラウアンナフサルサラウアンマラウタラカフビクルリヤ
whether it's forgetfully, whether it's on purpose, whatever the case. He leaves it off. And then he comes to the point where, uh, or he's left the salah completely now. Is that salah sahih? No. So, what if he does remember, he remembers and now it's upon him to complete the salah. What is, upon him, what is it upon him to do? If he remembers that he's, he's left off something. We start. He, the raka. So for example, so for example, he he misses uh, he misses Surah Al-Fatiha in the raka. So he he recites Surah to the class straight away. Now in the raka, then what does he do? And then he comes to the end of the salah. So you say restart. This, this is a scrap it and start again. <laughs> Tell you. And what you say? If you miss a Fatiha. Mm. Or if you miss a Fatiha, you do another Rakah. He does another Rakah. After, after when you do Salam, you do another Rakah and you do Suja Sabo. Tell no, this is after the salam, but now. So at the point of remembering, he has to perform that rakah again. So he's, if he's, if he left out something from a rakah from the arkan, then it's it's understood that he does not, he hasn't performed that rakah. The answer is upon him to perform the rakah again. Right, he hasn't performed that rakah, so it's not a case that he has to perform the salah or totality again, but he has to perform that rakah again, and so. This is what is meant by he completes. And as mentioned as well, just like the, the Zawla Khid, that a person as well, due to that forgetfulness, he will perform the session to Sahu as well. So if he's in the Salah, He didn't recite Fatiha. He just did. He just didn't recite. And he's following the Imam. Yeah. Does he now get up after the Imam gave Taslim? He remembers now before Imam get up and complete that Rakah. So after Taslim? No. He, yeah, he remembers before Taslim. So mm. Imam does Taslim. Does he stand up now and complete another Rakah? So he continues, continues to follow the Imam. But now? What about at the time when the That's something else, though. That's something else. Okay, that's, uh, that's, that's another bug. No, no. That, that question. No, that's, <laughs> that's, that's related to that. That's cat amongst the pigeons. You put the cat amongst the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> now, so like for example, now he's 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 remembered, but he's following the imam. Now, in that scenario you're mentioning, yeah. Yes. He continues to follow the imam. He's appointed to follow the imam still. So then, at the end of the salah, he gets up, and he and he completes whatever uh, rakah that he didn't pray. It's as if he's come to the Salah late and he's missed a Raka. Yeah, so it's, it's the same action, it's the same thing that he would do. It's as if he'd come to the Salah and he's missed one Raka out of the Imam and he follows and he continues with the Imam. Or he follows after the Imam. Complete. No. Allah. So if it was the one Dua, when you say one of the Salah, the means a Dua when you do Salah, means a Dua. A Dua was Salah. No. If we make a Dua, for example, when we make a Dua, we say, uh, after the Dua for 
the from the Sahaba and then Mu'minin and then the one who follow. We allow it to because when we say this, if we go specific the dua, it will be even Ahli Bida, which is come to the same of all dua. I don't understand the, a lot of other question. So do after the believers, make do after the believers. I have a different opinion what they say. You cannot make a do after them. The one that passed away, no. But the one, yes. The one that passed away, no. But the one after. The one they allowed, no. Allah, I don't forget. For example, you make do after the Hidayah. Huh? Make do after the Hidayah. Yeah, you make do after the Hidayah. But, but for the, the, the other way, you cannot make do after them as well. Allah, I don't. That's what I hear them say. Allah, I don't. Ahli Sunnah, you were Jama'ah. That's what specific code goes to them only. Uh, show me, Inshallah. Yeah, I would show you. Inshallah. That's the fight that I got from. And some of the angry on the. When I was doing to offer, I do this to I, he goes angry. He says, why don't you do offer? That's as well. Alhamdulillah. Mm. Alhamdulillah. Show me, Inshallah. Inshallah. Sakhalaka. What if you're just making dua for the other people, but just to make dua that? Allah guides them through the Ahlul Sunnah. Mm. Can you do that? No, nah, this, this, this is what we're just saying. If you're making du'a for Hidayah, then there's, there's no issue that whatsoever. No, nah, we're asking you making du'a du for Hidayah of the Kufar. No, nah, someone's not Muslim making du'a for them. But uh, as for making du'a, uh, generally, this is what the brothers mentioned, making du'a generally for those that are astray or from Ahlul Bid'a, then this is something else. Maybe, just like a they say we prefer Alul Bayt, but they are not generally doing this to Afal. No, like a loaf of dhaqq al-bab al-rafid. We can't make that Afal. No, this is a rafid, I say, Allah. Now, so going back to what we're discussing, if now, if now we're saying that a person leaves off the Arkan, now, but he leaves off the Arkan of the pillars, he leaves them off um, deliberately. Then there's the salah is bati. If he leaves them off forgetfully, the salah is also bati. So if there's like a long period of time. So for example, he's performed the salah and there's a long period of time he remembers. They didn't perform three sorts of fatah, for example. Then the salah is still bati. <clears throat> if he remembers during the salah, then he can. He mentioned perform the raka again. Now, I saw the wajibat. As for the obligations we mentioned, then the obligations are performed, uh, and if they are left off, if they are left off deliberately, then the salah is nullified. If the obligations are left off deliberately, the eight we just mentioned. If the obligations are left off forgetfully, now all due to jahl or due to uh, ignorance, then they are removed from the individual. It's not upon the individual. Allah Taala. And so it's upon the individual likewise to adhere to these salawat and adhere to these these uh, conditions, the pillars and the wajibat, 
Why? Because they are the, the actions that are found in the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the Hadith which is mentioned and is mentioned throughout this book. The Hadith which is mentioned throughout this book is the Hadith of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, where he mentions, Pray if you see me pray. So, this is the case in relation to that. So alhamdulillah, that uh, concludes the, the explanation of this text, Shurut uh, al-Salaam, and bi'idnillahi ta'ala, like all of these texts, we hope to go through them and take benefit from them and to implement them in our lives and in our ibadah and make it a means of us getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, Insha'Allah ta'ala, going forward, Next week, there, there won't be a lesson. Um, there won't be a lesson next week, Monday. However, the Monday after, we'll be going on to do another book, inshallah, which will be announced in due course. There'll be another book in the fiqh as well, inshallah, but it'll be, probably be a more, uh, it'll cover more, more topics other than just the salah. It'll cover more topics as well, inshallah, in terms of fiqh. Um, and so that's the intent, bin-nillahi ta'ala, to go through uh, another book in fiqh after um, this week. So next week is off, and then the week after we'll, we'll, we'll um, resume with a new book, inshallah. Sa'ala. Jazakum ala khaira. Wa barakallahu fikum. Wa sallallahu wa barak ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.